Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Pitmen podcast. Today we have a young man, Ben Harris, who was broken into the first team this year and he has suffered with mental health and anxiety in the past, which has affected his day-to-day life. But today we're going to talk through that and how rugby has helped him through in Penalta Rugby Club. Thanks to our sponsors, Livingness Lifestyle CIC and Dark Ass Kitchen. And Mike Gilfoyle, that logo buddy, is still up and running. Thank you very much for all your work. Okay, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rich. Good ben, afternoon. good afternoon. afternoon. Thanks for coming in ben. today, Ben. Obviously, um, we've discussed prior to today's podcast, episode 14. We've been off here for a, for a, for a while, Rich, haven't we? Uh, a couple of months. I think um, the last one we did was a, was a good one with, with Mark and Di, Alaria. So, obviously, it's off-season, but we did we did agree that we were going to review last year. All right. Give me that. Yeah. And... Uh, we're going to talk about like what went what, what on last year and where, where we're going to be going next year or coming into this season. And obviously, Ben Ben has come on today just to talk about his experiences, um, breaking into the first team. And obviously, with obviously, he talked a lot these days about mental health. And Ben has been through that himself. And he's happy to discuss how rugby has helped him through his, his um, times yeah. with his mental health and stuff. So, good stuff. So, Rich, how are you, bud? Oh, thanks, uh, not so bad, not all so good. bad. All yeah. good, all right. I haven't seen you for a while, bad. I haven't seen you for a bit. I've been, I've been, been about, right? Been about, been about. Just um, uh, loitering around Blackwood, and <laughs> as, as, you, as you do. In and out the Chinese, but yeah? In and out the Chinese. Yeah, get the good thing. No Chinese. So, um, yeah, let's talk about last year then. Let's talk about, um, because it's been a, a surreal time for us at the club, I think. Um from us going, you know, to winning the plate, to going into losing Jack Condy. Condy obviously left us as a coach, and then Tucker come in to take over, which is a bit of a transition for Matthew. He was he was asked to come in and do a job, so the pressure was on him. And um, obviously Ben Ben Flowers came in as I was SNC, Cribby, and so I was team manager, and we had to sort of get a relationship going. And, and it took a, I think it took a couple of months, bit of a sticky start to the season. And I think numbers were a problem, to be honest, in this in the season, but then. Um, we was doing all right until about Christmas time. No, I think you was watching a couple of games, Rich, was you? Yeah. Ben, was. was you there watching a couple of games? Yeah, was you involved was, until... I, I weren't I there for playing for half the season. I was out with any injury, so I think I come back. At, it'll probably be talked about after, but the Monmouth game, I came back. And again, I weren't really training at that point. I was coming once, maybe once or twice, coming in and out every two weeks because... You know, my knee just kept kept going all the time. So, but even then, there weren't many boys in training. You know, the same old turning up all the time. Your key players, but um, yeah, at the start of the season, it was kind of it was kind of a a, a a weird one, really. You know, you have all vital vital. You know, you had your scribs. He's got he gone. Yeah, Shawshank moved on. He gone. Will was in and out. Will, Will was in and out. out as well. You know, yeah. all all your key players. I think as well as Condy, you know, everybody loved Condy when he was he was yeah. he was coaching. He kind of brought us together. You know, he, he knew the boys on a on a different level as a coach. So I think um, yeah, losing losing key key people again was was kind of hard for us. But you know, the boys dug deep the first couple of weeks. Because um, I remember, sorry to cut across you, it's only because I remember the first memory I have I have is the Newbridge game away, which was the which was for us. I think was a, a dreadful day for lots of different reasons. I think unavailability was one thing. And then to lose like we did over there, I don't think the club has been through that experience. I mean, you played Rich, didn't you? Remember, you, I think when we went, you went up to Division 1 in 08, was it? Yeah. 08, 09, and, and, and you had to go to Newbridge on Boxing Day, was it? I Boxing Day. Um, Lenny Woodard was playing that day, and that was, that was a similar thing. I think that was a 50-pointer, was it? 
Yeah, I, I, I was injured at um, that game. We had a um, boy coming out to laugh. Yeah, we had a slam in. They were, they were good, mind. I remember um, saying that. That season was difficult, mind. Jesus. Yeah, it's hard. Because yeah. I came the year after, but I think that was the last time that the club had experienced such a, a thump yeah. in, wasn't it? And that's mm-hmm. something to, to, to really talk about, really, is that the results the club have had and the, what they've achieved, they've never lost that, that amount of points. Yeah. So it was new to us. And then it's trying to, I think for, for us, for, for team manager myself, and for the players and the coaches, is trying to react to that then. Mm. Because you're not used to it. You think, right, what's going on by here now? How do we get these boys back up? Yeah. So that was tough. I think they're dragging them through the muck a little bit. And then, well, Christmas time was mental. I think um, I think it was either the Dunvant game first. I think the Dunvant game was the one in the cup game. And then it was Nelson and it was Ponapool and Brimau in a row. In a row. But everything seemed to happen in the same ending. Yeah. We lost to Dunvant in the last minute, didn't we? Yeah, Dunvant. Last seconds. Oh, that, was, uh, that was horrendous. I, yeah. I remember looking on the field. I don't know if he was there, Ben. No, I was waiting. Um, and the, it just sat, everything seemed to be falling apart in front of your eyes. Mm. We had the game in control. Johnny mm. was doing his bit. And then all of a sudden, we sort of like, don't pass it, but eh? do mm. something silly. And then they regained should've possession. Won, won game, I think we was on their line. We were going to score. And they broke away and scored at the top end. Yeah. I'm thinking, well. But it, Christmas is a difficult time. Well, it's probably because... Half a boys had a, had a whip in in kangaroo court. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, lot of sore asses. Having a belt on the arse, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, couldn't have a job to run, did they? Yeah. That's something to think about. Yeah. And Will went, did he go Christmas time or just after? Yeah, Will was... Luckily, he came back because he couldn't afford a train fare, but I was... That's right, And I think he's... Cardiff, uh, Yeah, exactly. And we feed him well in the club, don't we? So he loves his grub. That's where he came back. Yeah, we had a couple of To do with the food. But, um, yeah, so <clears throat> that was weird. And then... To play like Nelson Orm, there's the same again. We just threw it away. So we went through it. Oh, yeah. So Ben, you, you you came in at the end of that, did you? And obviously you talked about the Monmouth game, but Newbridge, Brimbell, the Ponypool games that we yeah, lost. No, I, I I was training through throughout the time. So you weren't even fault then? No, no, I wasn't. Not to brag or anything like <laughs> that. Anyway. You avoid that. But uh, no, I remember going to watch that Newbridge game, as you said, and, and started off all right, and then a few kicks go over the top, a few balls out wide. It just Everything just went then. It was... It was it was all kerfuffled on the pitch. You, you, nobody, and I mean, you have to give it to the boys. Some people, I, I remember, one thing I remember about, about that game, Eddie played nine. Eddie was our scrum off, you know, and it was, it was like just positions like that. You know, Eddie can play scrum off, but not preferred position. It was boys who could play there, but not prefer, preferred positions. And they just run us around the park, man. They yeah. run us around the park. And, and that was the only time I've really looked back and, th- and thought, I'd never seen us like this before. It's, it's, you know, that's, and I think, even though the Monmouth game was the place where we started to build up, I think that's the moment where everybody in the club kind of turned around and thought, right, something has to happen here. And I think from that point on, little things started changing, but that Monmouth game then is definitely 100% where the boys kind of pulled together and thought, right, there's no individuals here, we're, we're all together, this is us, this is us going forward as a team. And that's when things started to change, and they started. They started. Yeah, I don't know up. if he was out there, Monmouth Rich. I don't know if he went out there, but it was a day where the build build up to the game was numbers, and all of a sudden, I think everybody seemed to drop out, and we had a we had a second team going up there. It was. Yeah. It's not about it, and I remember going in the club because I spoke to Wayne. I said, "What do you want to do?" And I said to the boys, "Are we going to go?" And everybody said, "Yeah, let's get up there." And we went up there where they think 16, 17 men, and basically just like you said, so a lot of character, and that was a springboard. Then I think for us to go forward, then, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, on that nine winning streak, which was which is fabulous, and that shows it in a way. I know a lot of clubs are the same, but there's something different in our club. You know, we've got something that we dig deep and we we start to produce stuff. And I mean, Richard, you played yourself for the club, and 
you know, in the years that they've succeeded and achievements, it seems to be something in the club. I don't know what it is. Oh but yeah, you, you know the boys yeah. seem to pull around and good character. You know, will always pull through. I I watch a few games. I've done one game. We should run a Nelson game. We should both. Four games you should have won, but uh, yeah, the old game management, wasn't it? Yeah, but we wasn't. I mean, with the kick cup, in, right? yeah, yeah, game management. Mm. I think in the end with the cups, we, we it helped us, didn't it? I think we because it had been too much for us. Yeah, big time. So I mean, obviously going on, you know, we no games, and then we end up in bed again. Under the in the sunshine, when you think yeah. this is us, like you know, mm. going up in the muck is something that you don't really want to be doing to go to bed. Like, no deal, no, 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 don't no. drive up when it's raining, do you? Don't, huh? want to, don't want to go up in the window the rain. <laughs> end of the earth but the boys pulled round and it was a tremendous end of the season so yeah. you know Ben you, you obviously played a part in that nine games yeah so your introduction to that um, was it off the bench I can't remember was you picked for it any was, game uh, Monmouth I remember I was I was coming back from Cardiff at about 10 in the morning from um, and then I had a phone call off Harry do you fancy a game bud and I thought at this point you know I weren't really going to go straight back into games he said do you fancy a game I was like yeah go on then he said, the bus is leaving now, we're going Monmouth. I was like, I'm not going to make it back in time. So wow. I, I rang my dad in, he took me up to Monmouth and I was on a bench. And it was me and it was Ruben Price's first game as well. For the, and what a game he had as well. Stormer, but you had Stormer coming on. Yeah, I remember him. Massive introduction to the first yeah. game I was. And um, got up there and everybody was just sort of in a circle. And everybody was, was, was kind of thinking, oh, you know, we pulled the team together, today's not going to look good. But the boys really dug deep, like... And then the week after then, it was Brecon. You know, we just come off the back of, a, re- of, of, of a, a really good team performance up in Monmouth. And then Brecon. And I think we kind of looked at each other and thought, we got something coming by. I know. And then you go on to another game, another game, another game. And, and things just started coming together. All our moves, our forwards moves, you know, our defensive, our defensive efforts were, were unreal in some of the games that we played, yeah. And I, th- I think in that Pontypool game, our defensive efforts were really good. Yeah, that was good. I'll go over there. Tremendous. Because they chucked the, uh, the, chuck, chuck the chuck kitchen sink at us. <laughs> Spit it out, bud. Marbles in my mouth this afternoon. But yeah, you know, we sent a stand-up and we, we yeah. really will come out of that again. But going into next year now then, I mean, Rich, what, where do you see you, uh, you know, going into that championship? I got mixed feelings myself. Where do you see us next year? Do you think, do you think we're going <clears> to... <throat> I don't know. I've, well, it depends on if they can get sort of, you know, uh, to keep the structure. Joe's, I know he's signed for Pontian, he's, but to keep our structure, work with the players we got. You have to dig deep because it's going to be mm. a hard season. Hard. Yeah. It's going to be like. Um, when, you see, when you say it's hard, what do you think? Is going to be bigger forwards? Is it going to be. Bigger you know, forwards? Are skill levels going to be different? Or I, no, I, got skill, different. I don't think it'd be skill levels be different. I think it'd just be bigger forwards, fitter. Um, Small structure, just have to dig deep. It'd be like 2008 9, I think, again. Yeah. Um, just have to just pull together. I think we'll, we'll win some games, but depends on you know the attitude of the boys as well. You've got I, it, and that's just something I was thinking of. You've got to go into it with a positive attitude for the start, I think. And I think the squad we've got, all right, we, we are maybe losing players at the moment, which is a bit of an unfortunate situation, but hopefully that'll change as we go into September. But I think the structure, you know, a little bit more professionalism, a little bit. Not change. I don't think they need to change the, cul- the ethos and the culture of the club because that's where we, we, we are so good. Yeah. But I think, back, you know, within the club, behind the scenes a little bit, mm. medical staff, training, p- players have got to put a little bit more work in, I think, mm. in training. They've got to put a bit more well, work in themselves, yeah. skill levels, ball work, that type of thing. So we're good enough to, to hold our own in there. Yeah. You know, 
think you're looking on paper and stuff. So hopefully it will be. So Ben, you you obviously you know broke into the first team this year. Didn't expect that to happen, really. Oh, no. Come out to youth and obviously with what's going on. If you if you don't mind me saying, um, you said you suffer with um, your mental health and your yeah. anxiety. Obviously yeah, during anxiety, yeah. match time or yeah. game time, is it? Yeah, yeah. or pr- prior to that. So I mean. Take us through that then, you know, has that improved since Christmas this year because of the game of rugby? Yeah, because coming in, coming in, um, just coming through our youth, our youth, we didn't have any youth years because of COVID. We had one year of youth max. And even then it was still under kind of like the rules of COVID, you know, you could do this, do that, you can do that, whatever. And um, you, you don't really know some of the some of the boys, you know, you know of them. Your, your Johnnies or your Reece Stevens, all them boys who you kind of look up to when you're coming through your years with the mini and juniors. Those boys really stand out. But you don't really know many of the boys. You kind of come in just just on your own, really, unless you've, you've kind of made that jump up in yeah. youth, playing for the first in your youth years. So there's a fear so, there, really, yeah, isn't it? Fear, it, fear, it, fear, it fear is. and, and it, they say they say that your sixteens to youth is a jump up, and then but then your youth to your seniors. Once you see some of the size of some of the size of the boys, and especially this year now, with the youth coming through this year, they have got to go straight to champ champ rugby from youth. Yeah, it's an argument for me. I, th- I think you still need an extra year in youth to be rich. So the youth days. It is the way it is, and it is you know it's got its positive. Sorry, Ben. But you know, going into eighteen years of age, I think you're ready, you. Yeah. I don't think a lot of boys are. Not... <laughs> they haven't started to shave off, have they? You know, and it's a big step. That one year is huge, yeah, I think, for youth rugby. Yeah, yeah. white pubes, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, so for you then, you like you say you suffered with fear of failure, maybe. Yeah, overthinking massively, overthinking everything I was doing. Am I going to catch this ball? Is this ball I'm going to pass go straight into the bread basket? Is going down by their feet? Is this kicking the right option? Are the boys gonna like me if I if I do this if I do that? It's always that that second guessing yourself, and then the worst part about it is when you think you've had a worse, you think you've had a bad game that affects training. Then the 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 next training session after the game, and there's been points where and I still get points now where even going to training is nerve wracking for me. You know, it's it's kind of like the anxiety of going to training, knowing you're gonna might fail in training, and and it does. Mm. Kind of play on your mind all the time. So this is before. This is like this coming is, out of youth. You're talking prior to youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is coming out of youth. Yeah, yeah. This is, and even still, to some points now, you know. So it's 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 a massive it's a massive step then. But do you know, if I didn't have rugby, it, it would have been a, a, I think a totally different story. If if I'm honest. You so know? when you say that, where does rugby come into you? I I know myself, but for the people listening now, where do you, why has rugby made a difference to you? It's making a path. It's making a path for you to stay on, to stay track on. You got that kind of Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, so you know you got something on. You got something to look focused to. You're focused on it, and um, yeah, it's just character building rugby really, and it's kind of when you when you're kind of feeling down, feeling sad. It's that it's that anxious. It's that hour. Where you're running around the field with some of your best buddies and, and you're passing a rugby ball about and nothing really matters then for that for that hour. But then, you know, once you leave that training session, once you leave that game, your mentality is just it's just from where it was the day before you know, the day before maybe where you was kind of feeling anxious, feeling down about yourself, your mentality just starts to pick up and up and up and up and you start feeling good about yourself then. I think I had a bit of a, a bit of a downfall a couple of months ago. And then I joined the gym, started going out on runs, and this preseason now, this preseason is probably one of the best I've felt in, in quite a long time with knowing that you're getting fit, 
you're spending it with the boys, you've got something to look forward to. Champ rugby this year, I mean, never did I think, nor I've been with this club since I, I, I was six years old, and I think, never did I think I'd be in the first team, you know, pushing for a regular start, having that something to work forward to, but not only that, we're a championship side now. We're back, we're so back at the moment, so at the moment now then, is that your mindset now, is you believe in that you can stay in that first team? Is that, is that what you're saying? There's a lot of boys, I think Lawrence has put, an unbelievable amount of work in in in, in yeah. What I'm saying is you now. Can but, you can you do you, do you feel that you can? I feel really that I should be pushing. I should, but as I said, there's players that are, that are out there that maybe same skill, better than me. But then that's where the mentality and the anxiety comes in. Then and you've got to try to kind of battle yourself to say, am I better than this player? Am I going to be better than this player? And mm. you know, it's not like. You can't, anxiety's not bad for you. It's always good having that fear. Yeah. That's what I've said to, to people who ask me about it. I, I don't wish it goes away because I like the fear sometimes. It shows that you still care. So you say about anxiety still... mentality, You've, yeah. you have had it in day to day? Day to day, everything. You know, what, down even, or depression? Or... I mean, not depression as much. You know, I, I, I've always been quite, a, quite an excited kid, quite a, you know, a, a being the one to kind of like be the fun. But I think that was just to keep myself away from my thoughts kind of thing because even the anxiety and the depression they, they always come together really once you're anxious you get yeah you I, get, I, I yeah. struggle with it yeah, to be honest but and before games I used to get nervous as hell and that was my I had a battle of the players yeah. and that and the confidence but you know if we went for that but it, it is tough I used to be anxious terrible before mm. games I like what you said then about like I'm not saying I expect you to say I'm going to be in our first team this year yeah. before, but you got realistic it is goals now at the minute, because I mean, yeah. obviously you, you're not running away with yourself. I think it was exceptional towards the end of the season. You come in at the ground running, so the summer's looking good for you. But you think to yourself, I'm up against some good people here, but you're prepared to work. Yeah, and I think one game that sticks out for me was Monmouth last season. So not another one where we, we just drawn. Monmouth last season was my first game ever for, for the first. I come in off the bench, we was up by 50 points. I come in and... They put me straight at 10. On for Scribs went into the centre. Yeah, in the last year. And, the year last year. and I remember giving away an interception try and kind of coming on and I was just all over the place. So what happened after that? Tell after me. that, I burst into tears. Absolutely burst into okay, tears. Okay, so that's where he was at at that time. Didn't, didn't speak to anybody. Didn't, I, I was in my mother. I just went straight up to my mother at the end of the game and just sobbed in yeah. initial. shoulder. So that's where your mental health took over. Yeah. You can't cope with it. But yeah. you, you feel at the moment now, if that happened again, where would you be now? I, at the, I'm at the point now where my, I've, I've been going to counselling sessions, I've been put on tablets, which, which are kind of taking the edge off it. So I think now, not to say that I wouldn't feel anxious, because I probably would, but it's kind of that, that managing, managing yourself. Yeah, managing well, you just remind you listeners, we're not experts here, but we've all been through it as rugby players. And I said to Ben, I think rugby helps any individual suffering with anxiety and depression. Rich, you would agree? Yeah, you know, I'm not an expert, but we just like Ben has come on today, and it's interesting to hear your experience, but yeah. because there's youngsters out there now, maybe listening to this, they're coming out of junior section, going into youth, and have the same fears, and it's how do you how you get yourself to talk to yourself, self talk, the mindset, I can do it, I'll be fine, I can cope with this mm. type of thing, and it's it is that like rugby experience where yeah. you lose games, you win games, you make make errors, but how you manage after that, yeah. yeah so you, but well, Ben, because. Um, I had expectations I was playing. If I done a mistake, you die. You play crap today. I'm still worried. Do my head in. Yeah. I worry. And mm. but looking back now, I, saying to a young boy like you, I'd say shit or bust, but just yeah. fucking go for it. Just try it. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, 
then this would I would but it's hard, it's easy for me to say it because you got it I I know what it's like. Horrible. Just put, taking pressure off yourself, really, and trying yeah. to enjoy it. But yeah, it's different. Like yeah, so like you said, you came through. You've you've like last year, fifty points, made that a mistake, crying to your mother. So that has improved now. It is, yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with crying, mate. Let's remind each other we can cry, boys. No, no, no. no I, I cry quite often, if I'm honest. When when yeah. I feel, you know, the kind of feelings taking over me, I I, I think it's the best way to get it out. If I'm honest, yeah, I, I, it. It, yeah, I, I really I'm do like it because it, it just shows you still. You're still human. You still care about things, and and it's not. And don't get me wrong. It's not to the point where I hate anxiety. You know, it makes me who I am today. I am. Yeah. I am who I am because I am me. And it's it's. I think it got to the point of one point where. I wasn't myself anymore. I I was more of of the anxiety was taking over me, and it was, kind of best way I can describe it. I was just sailing through life. There was there was. Day to day, I couldn't really remember what happened because I was always battling with myself. But the one thing I could always think about was rugby. And that was the Tuesdays and the Thursdays and the training. That's when you kind of, like I said, I've been playing since I was six. You go back to your roots, back to the days of junior rugby. Yeah. It's that excitement, that yeah. weekly excitement, knowing that whatever I'm going through at that time, that Tuesday, Thursday and that Saturday. It's your release. They're, they're my release. Yeah. That makes you feel better. So... What would you say to any young man that maybe is listening to this and suffering himself in silence with the anxiety, you know, mental health issues? What would you say? How, how to come out of that? Is it yourself? Have you seeked help from other people? Is it just rugby as a therapy that's brought you out of it? Um, I definitely say, and the best thing is they say it all the time, is speak up. Honestly, the best thing I ever done was speak up. I knew from from... My parents always drilled it into me, kind of. Well, oh, Brian did. Yeah, you won't believe it, would you? You won't believe it. Brian, no. You won't believe it. Well, his, his thing was, I can get a can of Thatcher's now. Going to fridge, boy, get a can, you'll be all right. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, mate. But, it takes um, the edge off, doesn't it? But, um, yeah, I think, speaking up, if I never told my mother, my father, what I was going through at the time, it would have been a, a, a complete different story. And that's just, secret, I think, yeah. to myself. You've got to talk to people, and that's, that's another message to people. Is speak so, to people. Uh, and what are you doing now? You you find running and fitness Running, helps? yeah, yeah. Fitness, I've been joining the gym, and, and um, you know, I we've just been Benidorm now, and I don't think I've been back to the gym since Benidorm. <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a bit scared. Still, I'm still struggling, but... What was it like after Benidorm? Was you a bit down, come back? A bit down. Not that I was down. Holy it was, I had to uh, I had to call in sick on the Tuesday, if I'm honest. Oh, honest. Ben, hey, listen, I'll work, yeah. You're well, there we go. But, um, yeah, no, it's... An, um, yeah, so coming back after Benidorm, I was quite, quite just on edge, if I'm honest. Just, you, you're tired, you're over. So it's a bit on edge, but, again... I'm at the point now where I know I can deal with it. I'm quite happy in myself. And that's all, that's just from all I've all I've been through, that is. If it was any other time, say about two years ago, I think, I, I did stop drinking alcohol at one point. I stopped going out. I, st- I just isolated myself because mm-hmm. I thought, if I can't be with myself in a room, then I can't be with myself in a room or I can't be with others in a room if I'm, you know, I'm over. So it's kind of getting that balance in life, knowing what's important to you, knowing... What what you need in your life and and what you need to push out your life mm. kind of thing. It's a great example of that. I think you know, and it's you know, like you said to me last week, you want to come on and talk about it. And I think it's fantastic. I do because you've felt the difference in your life because of rugby. Um, and is it a lot to do with self talk? Then do you sort of talk to yourself inwards? To, yeah. To, yeah, that yeah. still goes on. And that's yeah. that's. Well, that's the thing. You've got your thoughts going on. They just your thoughts. Ninety percent. 
you know, the thoughts don't matter, the, th the things you think about, mm. because they just, the negative automatic thoughts, so I might do that. I think that half the time, well, 90% of the time, it doesn't happen. doesn't happen, that's yeah. right. And yeah. I, I, I talk new, it's interesting, because I struggle. Yeah. And the, all the, they are thoughts, and just... Yeah, best way to describe it, I think my counsellor said, you get off the plane, you go and get your baggage when you're on the plane. There's so many, there's so much baggage going around that baggage area, and they're like your thoughts. That baggage, your thoughts are on that baggage area. You're thinking, I'm going to pick our one up. I'm going to think about it. You drop our one then because you see another thought come around on the baggage area you like. I'm going to pick that up and I'm going to think about it. And these it. are all bad thoughts or and good? They're, all, they're worrying thoughts. They're, right. they're yeah. worrying. We just worry, don't we? Yeah, we do all worry. Yeah. 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 They, they, well, no, mostly bad thoughts, yeah, really, that, mm. that you kind of worries, worries that are going around. So, I mean, because that's, well, you know, anxiety is just worrying, you know. Should you be worrying about this? Why are you worrying about this when... This is what you should be worrying about. So you do yeah. focus more on the positive. Sorry, Rich. Go on. Okay, on that. Do you do you, do you focus on the more positive ones now? Do you like? I, I tend to do that. I know it sounds a bit ridiculous, but I tend to try and I don't say each thing maybe because I'm getting older. Mm. I just try and focus on the good things all the time. Yeah, when you when you in that mindset, as you probably know, you you can't. Yeah. The bad things always overpower the good things, yeah. and and it's like we said before, it's teaching yourself. Yes, that's what I was going to say. You've conditioned yourself differently then. Yeah, it's, it, and it's the train of thoughts. You know, I, I know I've got, I'm heading on a good path. Again, with rugby, we've got so much to look forward to, so many more experiences this year. Good. And good now that I've come more interactive with the boys, you know, we've been on Benidorm trips, we've got a few stuff planned up that we want to go and do. And it's nice. And again, it's all the young ones. Of the, of the, so we're all together. You know, right. there's no one that's kind of, and we do try and get the younger ones involved as well. You know, your Connor O'Leary's, um, Rubens. Yeah, all it's important, isn't it? It's it important is, that it you guys important. do that. I mean, coaches try and do it, but it's great that you boys, even as youth boys, that are in youth now. Yeah. My plan would be this year is just to get a, have yeah. a drink with them, isn't it? Yeah. Sit with these youngsters and uh, get to know each other. Yeah. So you went to Benidorm with Connor, um, uh, Kieran, Kieran and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty wild in all fields. Oh, he's so, better. Yeah. Did he piss on him? <laughs> no, he didn't. He did. <laughs> <laughs> He did have a piss in one of the club's mind. But, He's uh, terrible for that. Keep on. <laughs> What's the matter with you, boys? Piss a piss a. Dead piss a piss no, bed. Piss your pants. Only person who pissed a bed was Joe Thomas on our trip, and he was staying in bed with Joe, you. Joe, man. Joe, Joe. So, so it's Joe. a terrible thing when you start doing that. It's just not like it's rich and it's an habit, isn't it? shit anyway. He's from Greg Garter. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ben, thanks for that, bud. Brilliant. No, we're going to go on now. Because obviously, aside from your rugby, which I, I want to know about, really. Richard, are you a music man? Do you like a bit of you know, rapping? I, I, I am the music man. I am the music man. I come from where you play. I like to play. So, Ben is a bit of a DJ. Yeah, I don't even know that, Rich. Yeah, yeah he's know. in the clubs in Cardiff. He's down the weekend now. Half us went to three in the morning playing in, uh, in some club in which Cardiff. Club? Oh, uh, District's a new one. It's a new dance club. Yeah, so. How you do that, dude? Yeah. Good man. Good so, man. District's on the weekend. Guys, get down there. <laughs> What's so, hardcore? Well, yeah, but not hardcore, hardcore, you know, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it hardcore, it's more your, your house music, your techno yeah. music, and stuff like that, but yeah, I just thought, um, I think I, I've always been quite of a music man, really, and uh, do you know where it stems from? It does stem from my dad, my dad is very much into his dance music, he loves his dance music, and my mother as well, my mother's kept up to date with music, but he was always in the car, in going to places, he yeah. was dance music, so I think that's where it really became a thing. My dad loves his trance, his, his house music, and then, you know, my mother as well, living in, you know, kind of partying in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I thought, uh, one day I just seen that someone was using the, the you know, the decks, the, mm. the, the decks that you use, 
and I thought I'm just gonna ask for one of them for Christmas and I think it was the, the started off with really small ones at first and then I got rid of them for money then and then my mother bought another one for my birthday about two years later and ever yeah. since then then I thought I, it could become something that I could really enjoy and long behold now you know I'm going I'm a resident in this club in Cardiff which has got some of the biggest names in. Well, you got a room and everything. You're bedroom. Oh, I haven't got my own bedroom. No, <laughs> no, no. no they call me down sometimes. They text me on Monday saying, "Do you want to do you want to come down Saturday? We got a nineties rave." Super. You know, and and you just go down and it's something to do on a Saturday. You know, yeah. Even exactly. though the rugby's great. Well, so I drink and um, don't you? I never do it. I never I never drink when when I'm doing places like that because I, I feel like if I get one down me, I'll get about ten down me, and then it's it's always that that you don't know what's going to happen. Then you know you don't know whether you're going to go too over the top. So I like to say sober when I'm doing it. Just ah, Excellent, so that's helped you as well. Yeah, so, yeah, it's great, yeah. great story, Ben. Um, we're gonna go a quick fire now, Rich. So, I, I got the first one by you. What's your, who's your favorite world player? Your international, great, you know, in the global game of rugby, who's your favorite player? Hmm. I'd say. Probably Bowden Barrett at the moment. You know he's he's a very versatile player. He can he can you chuck him anywhere in our backline and he'll play there and he'll play to his best ability. You know you chuck him at ten, he was an unbelievable ten and he's playing unbelievably at fullback now as well. And the pace he's got on him and and you know yeah, just, it's different it's different gravy somehow. Yeah. You know they just have got that edge of the, mm. the All Blacks. Yeah. Who's your favourite player? Mine. God, God. I got well, a few. Are you growing up? I mean, fond of his days and Rob Audie was mine. Callan. Yeah, Rob Oldie was mine. He was just a, he just incredibly fit. If you look at Rob Oldie at his yeah. oh, at his peak, he was like an hundred meter sprinter. He's he's athlete. When he's playing for Wasps, like just couldn't believe the physique mm. of the guy. He's just yeah. a, a tremendous individual. Like so, favorite player in Penalta? Oh, so have a look now. In. Um, <laughs> even though it'll boost his ego, it will be will keep. Well, he, oh, he's, don't say that for God's sake. I know. He can't get his head through his dolls, no, 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 I know. And he is, he is good. Why would you say that? Because the way he looks, the way he's aspired himself to be, the work he's put in? The work he puts in is second to none. Yeah. I think sometimes I wish I had his mentality. Well, he would still have his mentality. This is what yeah, it's all about, see, yeah. Right? Mm. And I think he's probably listening time. to this now and he's probably flexing his muscles. Or oh, he's he's head, his head's in, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, the mentality he puts in and, and he knows what he wants out of the game. He knows how good he is. And, and, when you're on the pitch, he's one of those players that you you really need, really want on the pitch because he speaks up and, yeah. and he's, not only that, he'll tell you where to be, where to go, but then he'll also, honestly, he'll give you some honest comments then and, you know, you need to do this, if you do this, it opens this and he's just, on the player, he makes you, on the pitch, he makes you just a much more confident player. I just wish he would put as much work into his work in his job than he does with his rugby, but never mind, you know what I mean? He's just avoiding work. He's still only young as well, isn't he? he? How old is he? 24? 24. 24, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, um, well, your best moment in the plant shirt? It's been quite a few, to be honest. I think when we was in under-15s, under-14s, we went on a two-year winning streak and we didn't really lose. There's been some some uh, tournaments we've been to and we won tournaments, but I'd say probably Butlin's tournament, under 16s or under 15s. It was kind of our last tour together and um, we made such a good team at the moment and we've been trying to win that Butlin's tournament for years upon it, years. And we come second the year before and then as soon as we won it, I think everybody is, and at Butlin's is one of those tours, I think it's, in mini and juniors, it is the tour that yeah. you try to win on tour. So it's it's we won that, and everybody was just you know everybody just had an amazing time. 
The only thing I remember about Butlins is I was always coming second in a donkey race. Yeah. <laughs> I felt and I come first then after yeah. about five years. I was buzzing I on Coljack. It's donkey called Coljack. I come first. I was buzzing back. I fell off a log flume. <laughs> I, um, oh, when we went on the tour there, it was bonkers. We were all, we got, nearly got chucked out because we were all naked all the time. That's another story. <laughs> I don't think we What's this about rugby players taking clothes off? Is that Kieran's age as well? No, so Kieran's two, three years older than he is. How old are you? 20, 20. 20. Yeah, yeah. I'm just 20. Yeah. Right, and I'd also say is a big moment there is running onto that pitch as a first team player for the first time. Yeah. All those years. I think. You kind of look yeah, at. when you say that, I think, I don't know, like other clubs. And I haven't got podcasts really, but they don't talk about it. But I think our club, everybody wants to play first team rugby, and that's special, yeah, isn't it? It is, and that's got to carry on really. Yeah. So the no, message is out to the youngsters: yeah. aspire to be a first team player. Play for me first in the troop, and then you can go up and have a game with them. What's your favourite position? It was it was fly off. Yeah, it was fly off. But again, we're going to come back around to the anxiety fly off. I couldn't deal with with being fly the off. Pressure, the, yeah. The pressure. Totally different positions here. You played your fullback in Brecon, didn't you, for the troop? And yeah. I said to your dad. That boy's a fullback because yeah, the more I've time you have, the better you are. I've seen you fullback. I think you're a fullback. Yeah, naturally. I'm sure half you just. He's one of those. He's natural. Yeah. Beautiful runner. No yeah, like, yeah, he always he beats ra- the first first defender. Yeah. I think in the summer now we work a bit on your kicking around and that. Yeah, yeah you know that's something that we can work on now. But that's just a little bit of a tinker, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, there was just too much pressure on me at ten. I think, along with dealing with the thoughts that was going on in my head in the game, you know, kind of, what are you going to do next? Um, are you going to catch this ball that comes over the top? Are you going to put a year? I was again going yeah, to go, yeah. you don't need that. When you can stand at the back as a full-back, you can see what's going on around you. Get you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I, I'm, full-back, yeah. I could never play there. Too much time for me. I was just yeah, running up exactly, my own ass. But, yeah, but that was the Ugh. thing. You just run everything if you can. Yeah, so yeah, kicking definitely after the Bedley Nog game, there was a few decisions where I could Yeah, kick that's something you didn't have to, all those games you played, then you didn't have to kick a ball. But no, then when you asked, you were thinking, oh, what happens? Yeah, so it's just that pr- pr- yeah. practice, isn't it? Yeah, practice, huh? So the last one, who's your favourite, mum or dad? Oh, none of them. No, <laughs> no I'd say. <laughs> it depends where you put them in. Depends where you, oh, nah. you put me on a pedestal, but I don't know. What. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, and, and you know what I am going to talk about is. My dad being in with the with the with the setup now. He's been in with the setup. He's been my coach since TM first team TM. Yeah, he's been in with the coaching setup now, with me since I've been well since I started I think, and it is it is really good sharing these experiences with him. Ah, lovely coming through the club, and I think that you know, like I said, that buttons top, that first game, first try, you know. He's there for all of them, yeah. and and he never Support, fails to come yeah. up to me smiling at the end of the game, going yeah. proud of you, you know, yeah. and, and shakes good. my hand. That's good. Yeah, and I it, yeah, just having him there, knowing that he's going through everything with me, but yeah. now he can be a part of it himself as well. Yeah, I think so, I got a lot of time for Brian. Yeah, I'd say he's a friend of mine now, yeah. but but the reason I say that is because he had to become a rugby man. Yes, right. He's never played a game. He didn't really. You know, throughout the club, there's always somebody who's been played at a higher level or come down in the yeah. coach, and he's in a management role. But he's he cut his teeth in the troop last year, and he's a fabulous guy, and he deserves to be team manager this yeah. year for the first. Well, and I'm same old fathers, <clears throat> same with me with Dombey and you, and said just yeah, he's always there, and my father's always there. It's great, like so. That's yeah. really, but fabulous, like yeah, old man. I I got a lot of time for him as well. He's always there. He's a. Uh, he fits in nicely. He, does, he gets he? on with everyone. That's everyone right. gets on with him. He always wants to be the first person down there as well. He's he's itching on the set. He come on, in, Ben. Come on, in. should have done this yesterday. Come on, no, in, that's ben. good. That's good. You're fine pushing you. And he always he do, and he does push me. Have you put this in the group chat? Have you put your thumbs up? They're gonna do this. Try and get yourself involved. And it, yeah. and it, it is not only is he trying to 
better me as a person, better me as a player. You know, it's it's just yeah, it is really nice. And well done, Mam as well. You were fabulous as well. Yeah, no, and, and she's a wonderful woman, Joe. Well, and she picks your tears up. <laughs> yeah, she does pick my tears up, and she's, she's been, fabulous. She's Joe. been the person who who has put me onto all these things, onto counselling, onto tablets, yeah. getting the getting the appointments, getting the whatever, getting the help. Just there's been times where it's been three o'clock in the morning and I haven't been able to sleep, and she's just. Picked me up, took me downstairs, and we've had like a cup of ice. Press fed is yeah. brilliant. I stopped that last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better one, yeah. better one. I didn't give me 20s now. But uh, no, there we are. Rich, anything, anything else from this no, wonderful he, interview he, with he Ben Alice? He spoke well, Phil. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Good insight into your, into your mind because I can sort of empathise with you. I can relate to you massively because yeah. I, I struggle. I struggled, you know. It's, Sometimes it's hard, but you do get through it. There's two sharp parts, they say, and it does. Yeah, excellent. I think you don't know who's going through it either, do you? You, no. you, you, they could put the biggest smile on their face, but inside they could be, they could be fighting with themselves. And I think it was more of the coming on yeah to to speak about me being as a young person because that's who we really need to look out for. Not saying that we need to look out for others, but young people these days, they they finish school and they get chucked out into a world where anything can happen and I think as long as you've got the people around you and as long as you've got that egg shaped thing around you I think you're not going to go far off in life you're oh, going to you're gonna I be I tell you what, rugby is a big thing and oh I just only because yeah and, and, and I, I, I and kids they say even yeah, girls yeah. isn't it uh, and yeah. when you when you retire is you yeah. miss it like you, you know. do you do but uh, Ben thanks sorry right. yeah, thanks very much good Ben man. boy all the best of the season buddy cheers Ed cheers bro